Welcome to the Pencils and Lipstick Podcast, a weekly podcast for writers. Grab a cup of coffee, perhaps some paper and pen, and enjoy an interview with an author, a chat with a writing tool creator, perhaps a conversation with an editor or other publishing expert, as well as Kat's thoughts on writing and her own creative journey. You'll laugh, you'll cry, well, hopefully not actually cry, but you will probably learn something. And I hope you'll be inspired to write. Because, as I always say, you have a story. You should write it down. This is Pencils and Lipstick. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Pencils and Lipstick. I'm Kat Caldwell, and this is episode 176 of the podcast. And as you can still hear in my voice, it's still April. (laughs) So I am slowly getting over my allergies, I guess. We are in DC. It is April 6th and um, I have 10 more days of cherry blossoms. So I apologize if I sound a bit nasally, <laughs> yes, or or stuffy. It's just my body doesn't like pollen. But it is beautiful in Virginia these days. Um, we're definitely getting some sunshine. We got some hiking in. Um, today it is an interview episode. So we have Mark Recklau with us. Let's see, I have a book right here if you're watching on YouTube, um, which if you don't know, you can watch on YouTube. I have the videos up there. They go up the day of the episode. So I have Mark Recklau's 30 Days Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. Of course, the links will be in the show notes. I also have a couple other of his books, um, but they're on my Kindle, so you can't see it as well. And I know that this is um, Zoom, so everything's, you know, turned around. But I will have the link in the show notes. So Mark talks to me about the importance of habits, of building a writing habit, of building a working habit, and actually building these habits in order to then have a habit of rest. Rest is really important. And especially if you guys are working full-time jobs, working part-time jobs, Uh, maybe taking care of children or other people who need your attention and trying to write. If you are working full-time in the writing, um, most likely you still have, you know, household things to do, but it's still important to rest. Um, So this week, I am trying my best to rest. Uh, I have sort of left things. I have family in town. And so besides recording this, and um, doing a few things that I had to do for my nonfiction practicums, I have not written <laughs> or edited all week, which I have to say is very strange. I was thinking yesterday during my second walk with the dog, um, waiting for family to sort of come back from a certain museum. I was thinking, you know, rest is really good. I was thinking about this podcast and encouraging you guys to rest. Um, it is really good. We have to do it. And yet rest means different things for different people. And I always talk about this. So if you've heard, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you have heard this from me before, but rest does mean different things to different people. Rest for some people is watching Netflix, sitting on the couch. Rest for other people is putting aside work and training for a marathon. For some people, it's leaving their place of residency. Whatever it is for you, I think it's important to realize that it might be different from other people and it might even be different than what your spouse or your partner 
sees rest. Like, so, uh, my husband and, and I are very both, are both very like high energy, um, people. We both love travel. So when we are traveling, I tend to not write, especially like a book. Um, but for me, I, I need that space to write in my journal or to write some things. I have to admit it doesn't always happen. And then I really have to struggle with just this feeling of, of, I, I guess I would say like an anxiety, anxious overwhelm. And a lot of, and it's because I'm not writing. <laughs> it's just one of those things. I need that space carved out for me. So just be aware as you do take your rest this, this year and you Americans, especially take a rest, like the rest of the world rests and they still get their work done. You know, we don't, we don't actually, you know, we aren't actually much more productive just because we don't ever take rest. In fact, taking a rest can make you more productive, right? So all week I haven't been writing or editing, but I had a brilliant idea for the book that I'm working on. And I think, I really, really believe that that's because I was allowing myself to take a rest and it just came out of nowhere. So you know, we want to build these writing habits. We want to write every day and do our marketing every week and all these things. But it's important to build those habits so that when we rest and we go back, we're actually rested and we're not feeling like we're running around, you know, to try to get back into maybe a schedule that wasn't really a habit. So Mark Recklow is going to talk to us about that, how it has benefited his life, um, about his books. And he's, he's also an indie author. So he'll be talking about that. He, his 30 days, um, change your habits, change your life book is an international bestseller with, I mean, the cover here says over 180,000, uh, readers, but I'm sure that that's probably old at this point. So he has quite a few nonfiction books and he talks to us about um, publishing nonfiction as an indie author. So I won't be very long since this is an, an interview episode. We won't be teaching anything today, but I am getting my covers together for the Bended Duology, um, Bended Loyalty, Bended Love um, Duology. I'm pretty excited about covers. It's tricky because the genre, the genre is tricky <laughs> as per usual with me, I guess. Um, it's, I don't, it, it's like a family drama, I guess. It's very strange because Amazon now has all these little tiny niche genres underneath the typical big genres. So, Mine is going to go under general fiction, which is a huge category. It's also going, which is also like connected to literary fiction, which seems to have shifted these days. You know, I think before everything was fiction. (laughs) That's all it was. If you look back at different authors and honestly, even some like, like Tara French and, um, oh my gosh, now I didn't. Danielle Steele <laughs> and a couple different authors, they're actually allowed to write whatever genre they want. Sometimes it's a psychological thriller. Sometimes it's more of a like small town, um, coming of age and middle age sort of book. And they're, they just put it all under literary fiction. And I, to me, literary fiction always meant 
like a little harder to read and somebody who's just so much better than everyone else. <laughs> and maybe that's, maybe that was the wrong idea on my part. Um, but literary fiction seems to have shifted and gone into general fiction. And it seems to be that place holder for the books that don't specifically go into thriller, mystery, um, fantasy, you know, romance. Like mine has romance in it, but it's not a romance book. And if I tried to market it as a romance book, the romance readers would be mad because they're expecting certain tropes, right? So anyway, it's been a bit of a mess, like trying to find the right cover. And we're still working on it. We still haven't found it. Now, if you want to see the cover (laughs) before anyone else, you have to get on my newsletter. So I will not be sharing that on um, Instagram. Um, And actually, we're thinking about putting the podcast onto TikTok. So I will not be sharing the, the covers there until after the Kickstarter. And I might have like some sort of like, you know, where they're covered up, you know, coming soon things so you can sort of tell a little bit um, on those little mock-ups. But I will be focusing on the Kickstarter for this duology that will be starting in the summer. And if you want to know about the book, if you want to read the sample pages, if you want to be a beta reader, if you want to know what's happening with this book before it launches onto Amazon and Kobo and Barnes and Noble, you need to get onto my newsletter. My newsletter can be found on catcaldwell.com. You can go to Instagram at catcaldwell.author and click the bio link and get in there. Um, there's lots of different places that you can get on my Cat Caldwell newsletter. I don't have a specific one for the podcast. Um, so if you want to know about the Kickstarter, if you want to know about what I'm learning for Kickstarter, why I'm choosing Kickstarter, I will probably talk about it on the podcast a little bit later. But if you want to know now, you're probably, you need to get on my newsletter. And my newsletter, I have decided this is how I'm, I'm framing this. The newsletter is like your Starbucks app and your stars, right? So Starbucks doesn't give you anything for free unless you spend $200. I mean, think about it, guys. No, I think a star is $1 per two stars. Okay, so you have to spend $50 to get a free brewed coffee. That's what you have to spend. You have to spend, um, let's see, $125, I think, to get like a a free frappuccino or whatever. And I think they even changed the star. So let's move on away from math. Here's the thing. My newsletter is like your Starbucks app. If you want closer access to me if you want anything that I will ever give for free besides Aurora's um, Aurora's Dilemma, which I give for free. It's a novella to my my reader's newsletter. If you if you want any of the discounts, freebies, um, news, if you want to be treated like you are my special people. You have to be in the newsletter. You won't be, you won't feel as special on Instagram. You will not feel as special even if I go to TikTok. I know that your you being on my newsletter will actually show you more of me, more of my um, books. You will get the first look at the covers, the first look at the first five chapters. You will be on top of everything. If you want to support me on the Kickstarter, that would be lovely. And you will get all the information at my newsletter. Now, to differentiate, I have two newsletters. There is the reader's newsletter, which is 
where you will get everything about my books and about my writing and the writer's newsletter, which will also get information about the Kickstarter and it will get information about the cover letter, the book covers, but the writer's newsletter has also tips. Um, for writing every single week. Now you can get on both. My reader's newsletter only goes out every two weeks, so I don't inundate your inbox, but it def- it also has collaborations with authors. And so you get to um, see what other books are out there because I cannot, you know, give you all the books that you need because I'm sure that you are a voracious reader and need a lot of books. <laughs> so that's why I collaborate with other people. So speaking of collaboration in a a little over one month's time, we will be having the Write With Us online writing retreat. We are super excited about it. I will be announcing the um, teachers that will be teaching us. We're having um, seven workshops. So they are going to be jam-packed into two days, and it's going to be so, so exciting. I cannot wait to learn from my um, colleagues in the field they are each bringing something amazing. Marcy Renee and I are also going to be teaching. So this is going to be a little bit different than the in-person writing retreat. The in-person writing retreat is a lot more intimate, of course, has a lot more writing time. So the online writing retreat is just two days. It's workshops to help you learn new things. And then we will have the writing sprint room open where you can either ask me questions if you have questions or you can write with other people. So we will be announcing that um, the beginning of May for you to be able to purchase that and to have access. And anybody who buys the um, the admission ticket will have access to the videos for a year. So even if you can't show up live, you will be able to um, see all the workshops. So before we get into the interview, be sure to share this podcast if you like it. Um, Let people know about it. Subscribe on the app that you are listening to. I'm pretty sure Apple Podcasts got everything figured out. Thank you to JustCast for figuring that out for me. Um, For a little bit there, there were like six episodes and now it has all the episodes. So that is good. If you want to read the transcripts, they are all over at pencilsandlipstick.com, all spelled out for almost every single episode. We are now on YouTube. So if you prefer watching the video and seeing my beautiful new office, because I painted um, and I put up shelves all by myself. (laughs) I'm very, very proud of myself. So if you want to see that, go to YouTube. It's pencils and lipstick also spelled out on YouTube. Um, I know for some reason it's a little bit tricky to find it right now, but it will probably be fixed by the time this goes out. And if you would like to let me know that you are enjoying this podcast and you want to support this podcast monetarily, you can go to pencil, uh, buymeacoffee.com forward slash pencils lipstick. Um, you can also find <clears throat> the link in the show notes. It's pencilsandlipstick.com forward slash support. And that will lead you right to the buy me a coffee page. And that's just, you know, the value for value model. I try to bring you guys value every week with an interview from an expert or some writing advice um, from me. And then you guys show me that you value this podcast by sharing it with others, letting everybody know, um, subscribing on your 
the app that you use. And if you want to support me monetarily to keep this podcast going, to pay for my wonderful editor who is leaving and my new editor who's coming and my awesome VA, um, you, we would very much appreciate that. And over there at buymeacoffee.com, there are a couple little freebies for you to help you in your writing process. And it also gives you access to ask me questions that you have, which I will answer um, directly to you over there at buymeacoffee.com. So without further ado, let's talk to you a little bit about who is sponsoring the show today. And let's get into the interview with Mark Recklow. I love highlighting the apps and software that I use to make my writing smoother, better, or prepped to go to the editor. And one of those apps is ProWritingAid. ProWritingAid can help you improve your writing quickly and efficiently with thousands of grammar, spelling, and readability improvements delivered in real time as you write. I just connect it with my word processor or even with Scrivener and I can get real-time data from them. ProWritingAid has more writing reports than any other editing software. The editing tool highlights elements like repetitiveness, vague wording, sentence length variation, over-dependence on adverbs, passive voice, and over-complicated sentence constructions, and so much more. Now you can't rely solely on ProWritingAid, but it is a great way to see how your writing is improving, where you need to maybe develop it a little bit more, and it gets rid of all those pesky little things before you send it to your actual editor, which helps them save time. And you know if it helps them save time, it helps you save money. I always run my blog posts, my newsletter, my books, everything through ProWritingAid because by the end of the day, my eyes are too tired to see those pesky little problems, whether it's a comma, whether it's a word that changed because I missed the spelling. Whatever it is, ProWritingAid is there for me. If you want to check out this awesome software, just click the links below. There's a link for free resources and there's a link for a discount just for you. Mark Recklow is a coach, speaker, and author of nonfiction books, including the number one bestseller, 30 Days, Change Your Habits, Change Your Life, which since April 2015 has been sold and downloaded over 180,000 times and has been translated into several languages, including Spanish, German, Japanese, and Korean. Mark's mission is to empower people to create the life they want and to give them the resources and tools to make it happen. His message is simple. Many people want to change things in their lives, but few are willing to do a simple set of exercises constantly over a period of time. You can plan and create success and happiness in your life by installing habits that support you on the way to your goals. If you want to work with Mark directly or you want to connect with him, you can find him at www.markrecklau.com. That's M-A-R-C-R-E-K. Lau.com. That link will also be in the show notes. You can also connect with him on Twitter at Mark Recklow, Facebook, or on his website, 
goodhabitsacademy.com. And all those links will be in the show notes. So now let's get into the interview. Well, today, everyone, I have with me Mark Recklow. Hello, Mark. How are you doing? Hi, Kat. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thanks. Good. Me too. It's a bit cloudy, but we're doing well over here. Um, so would you introduce yourselves to us and the listeners? Who are you, Mark? Mark Recklow, normal guy, right? <laughs> Every now and then. Does a lot of Amazon ads, and thanks to that, my uh, I can live off my books. So it nice. started all, uh, this year it will be 10 years when I was fired from my job, from my 9-to-5 nine, nine job, which was horrible in its day, but turned out to be a blessing <laughs> in disguise. And then I also had like a life co- coaching training done before just to for my personal development because okay. I was like hungry for personal development because yeah. my job was always the same thing. So I was fired and I had some savings. I said, okay, I'm going to be a life coach and I'm going to have a lot of clients and it will be fantastic. And in Europe, we have two years of jobless welfare. Okay. So it's always, I said, okay, two years, I can concentrate on this. And I was always convinced that if you do something for two years, you can succeed, whatever it is, because yeah. two years is a long time. Yeah. If you, do, if you work every day for five to eight hours. And well, everything turned out differently. So <laughs> during that time, I said, "Okay, I'm going to write a book. I want to write a book because a coach with a book." Okay, do, right, right, right. You're, you're, you're following coaches, that formula, right? Yeah. <laughs> from all the coaches without books, and also it was very important for, for me to write that book. That was mm-hmm. my first book, Thirty Days Change Your Habits, Change Your Life, because mm-hmm. I noticed in my coaching training and studying successful people. They're doing all the same things, yeah, oh, okay. like getting up early, practicing gratitude. So I found out there are a couple of habits that if you really do them, they will lead you to success, but just nobody does them. Right. So <laughs> yeah, so that was the idea of my book, to, to motivate people to really give it a shot. That's why my book is written very simple, Yeah. because I just want to guide people to the end of the chapter where they have to, I give them some exercise to do, which I know it will will be fantastic if they do it for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And that's how that my first book came around. And then it ha- to me, it happened what happens, I think, to all of us. You finish one book and you already have like ideas for the next book. <laughs> so then I wrote a book about productivity. I was also like, the more you study, you get like guided. For example, when, when I, first it was all about habits for me yeah, and these exercises that helped me. Later then I said, wow, if I could be more productive, and it's also something I do. So I practice this stuff and okay. then I write and about it. And then you write it. about it. Yeah, exactly. So okay. it was productivity. Then from productivity, I kept on reading books and I said, oh, wow, happiness makes you even more productive. With the same, so with the same tools, if you were happier, you'll be more productive. I said, wow, that's great. So then I wrote a book about happiness and then, right. <laughs> like this. And then I said, okay, self esteem, self esteem. If you don't have self esteem, Everything is more difficult. Right. All the productivity or habits or whatever. If you don't love yourself, it's more difficult. So I wrote the book, Love Yourself First. And so it went from one thing to another. Now I have 13 books in English and uh, 12 or 14 in Spanish. I don't even know anymore because I have one co-author. Then I have one with a publisher, but it doesn't sell. So, well, at the end, so 13. <laughs> I think I have like 40 or 50 products in Amazon and okay. that's 
that's enough to make a living yeah, as a writer. I would yeah, say so. Living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I picked up your book, um, 30 Days, Change Your Habits, Change Your Lives, because I think um, for a while, I would say like 2013, 2014, maybe it was 10 years ago that personal development started becoming a big deal, right? And you realize just because you've been out of school for a while doesn't mean you know anything. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to figure out a way to write. And I had, you know, young kids. So got on that bandwagon. But it's interesting, because if you don't stay on it, you can quickly fall off again. Absolutely. And it's it is also something you see, I've read self help books since I was 16. So that's over 30 years now. And it was the typical thing I think that happens to most of us. So when I was bad and sad, or, uh, unlucky in love, I read these self help books, I got well, and then I stopped reading it. And right. then so it's I mean, life is always an up and down and a roller coaster. But then when I was 40 and a little bit wiser, I was like, hmm, what happens if I keep doing these things that are good for me when I'm doing good? Right. And right. actually, it turned out I'm doing even better. <laughs> that's yeah. fantastic, right? Yeah. So that's the thing. Stay on the wagon. Keep doing it. And for me, it was a little bit the same thing. As I told you before, when I did that coaching training, it was because I was working at my job for already for 10 years. And I didn't get any training, nothing. It was a family enterprise. So I learned a lot on the job. But my brain was like right. out of use, right? right? Because it was like working the whole day and then go home to the television. And that's it. And on the, on the, on the weekend, binge some series, right? So it, and then I was hungry or thirsty for knowledge. Yeah. And I said, okay, they don't give me training. So I can do the coaching training. And then I will be the one who gives the training because I will learn a lot. And it, it's right. actually like that. So I learned a little bit of about everything and then afterwards I did training in companies on productivity on right. happiness and yeah but at the end everything like this is already a little bit business what always worked best for me was books okay. funnily because normally for a non-fiction author or especially in personal development coach you earn your money with coaching conferences right, and training right. and not with books but with me, it was the other it's way the around. So, yeah, hey. it's okay. Yeah, it's even worse because now I'm a total comfort zone because I'm, it's going well. So I don't have to do training and coaching because lying on the sofa or in the bed and doing Amazon ads is a lot more comfortable. It's a lot more so. comfortable. Now you have to find yeah. a bucket list item. Right so now. everybody will find their way. That's also something. So to self-help, there's not no one size fits all. True. You have to figure it out. But there are some exercises that will just be fantastic for you like gratitude right or before the interview we were talking a little bit about like i'm doing my power naps i'm all, i'm sleeping a lot it's very important i'm doing every day i'm doing my ten thousand steps usually in the morning i think right. uh, today i did like if i do ten thousand steps in the morning already the whole day is already fantastic because this is like my thing i have to do so I do it first thing in the morning right. and the walking does also so many good things for you. You know, like your brain gets like, I mean, I get ideas, my, I clear my mind, zero stress. I'm just, even if I'm in a city right now, I'm in Budapest, Hungary, which is a city. When I was living at a beach, it was even better the the, the yeah, walks, the but water. even in the city, it works. Even in the city, it works. So yeah, I, try to, the, I try to tell uh, my listeners and the writers I work with to to walk. And it's interesting because last year I was really struggling with a fiction book I was writing. And I, you know, you get in this rut where you think if I just work harder on it, it will come. And yet one day I was like, I have to take the dog for a walk 
and I'm not going to listen to anything. And it was, it was just like, I know this. And yet. <laughs> it's what always happens to me. It's so fun because my girlfriend also, she's the one who works hard in the family. And she looks at me and she says, I can't believe it. You know, I'm, I'm working 12 hour days and you're lying the whole day. You're lying around and you're bringing in <laughs> money. And I have to fight for the money and you just to do it just comes. And I say, yeah, maybe that's the secret, right? Because mm. of course it's like 10 years already now. So I'm, I went through a lot of experiences. For example, I was there when I thought I have to work, push, 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 push. Mm -hmm. But then I also have this spiritual part in me who, who says, okay, if you push, 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 and nothing happens, maybe you just have to lean back for a day. Okay. And funnily, whenever I did that, it happened. Yeah. Yeah. So my philosophy, I'm like, okay, I have to push because, I mean, success is hard work. Nothing comes easy. We know it. It, it is the way like that. But so I push to show like the universe or God or whoever to say, okay, look, I'm here. I'm pushing. Right. But now I lean back. And now you've seen that I've been pushing. So now bring, bring the good things to me. Oh, and that's... usually it works. So yeah, it's yeah. like what happened to you. So I, I think... Because you can learn this, just do it more often. Or those who are listening to us who are right in that phase now where they push, 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 and it's just not moving forward, relax. Go for a walk. Yeah, yes. And see what happens. And then if you make it a habit, this walk every day. I mean, it's incredible. Every day I get new ideas. So I, now we have the mobile phone. So I, I, I write it in my mobile when right, I'm right. walking. Or I could like tape it and... So it's amazing. Yes. And I think it's interesting because a lot of this indie industry is driven by the American mindset of, you know, you have to, you have to work a lot. <laughs> you know, we you are have very... to work a lot. Exactly. <laughs> but you also have to find the pauses. So Right. You I have heard. to find balance, right? Because yes, working the... a lot doesn't always produce what you think That's it should. It. Balance is the is the magic word. Okay. So because I worked a lot, you can't imagine how much I worked. So I was also like working five years without success. But sometimes that's part of the success. You have to go through the right. desert, and then it comes. And it not comes because of luck or something. It's the result of these five years of work. And then maybe so. But when you the, the earlier you find the balance, the better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But it won't, nothing will be gifted to you probably. So there will be, there are no gifts on the way. You have to work hard, right. but you also have to relax. You have to take your nappies. You have <laughs> to walk, maybe meditation. Practicing of gratitude is a huge thing that I do. So that's as easy as writing down three things I'm grateful for every day. Right. So for me, it's 10 now because uh, the gratitude practice, it rewires your brain practically okay. to see more of the positive, to see more opportunities, to become more optimistic less prone to depression, uh, less headaches, better sleep. So all the good things, right? That we would, I mean, if there was... And it's so your, easy. Uh, yeah, and it's really that. And it's not that I said it's scientifically proven. Right. So there has been lots of studies on the subject and that's what comes out. So, I mean, if there was a magic pill giving us that, we would swallow it. We would write, right, right. now run to the pharmacy. So it's really, it's three, writing down three things that, that you're grateful for every day. And again, it is, the habit, if you do it once and then do it, do it for two weeks, probably not, not much will happen. But if you do it every day, I think miracles will really happen. Yeah. I don't, after a month, two months, three months, I've, I've been doing it now for seven, no more. I started in 2013, 10, 10 years of gratitude practice. Wow. So you write them down like on paper? Paper, you know, there are gratitude journals, but I just, 
like I have a, a calendar. And I just write it in there. Grateful for. Right, right, right. And then I write in what, and then you have to feel the gratitude also. So, so I feel the gratitude. I nearly get goosebumps because you have to put also the emotion in it. And okay, you're not just checking the box, like <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then it's like, what am I grateful for? Right? It's like, um, grateful for my family, for my computer, for this interview. Because once I had a client, she was also very good in the in the gratitude exercise. And then we did a Skype like with you now. Two weeks later, I saw her face. I said, when did you stop with the gratitude exercise? And she was like, so like, oh God, he, he got me, right? Oh, you could see it. I could see it. And then she said, well, just after our last call, because it didn't work. And that's a little bit coaching. So in coaching, you don't, who well you don't give moral judgment you are a detective so i was like hmm, what happened why how did it work T tell me and then she said yes because i said at least i have a house at least my kids like me i said that's not gratitude that's right. scarcity oh, that's, that's scarcity yes and when you this works both ways okay so that's the, the mean thing about our brain about our brain and everything it works both ways so if i'm grateful for wow then these positive feelings come in. But if I'm like coming from a negative place, I can get sadder and sadder because that's actually also how sadness works. Ah. When we are sad, <laughs> okay. we concentrate on everything. You know, when we are lovesick, then we hear the sad songs. Yes. And, all, <laughs> and then it gets worse and worse yes. and worse. So, so, so you can go is, both ways. Yeah, but the good thing is if you do the gratitude or, you, for example, a great exercise, to, to raise your self-esteem is in thinking of all the successes you had already, you know, even the small things we, sometimes we let the small things pass by and the small things are huge, you know, like, okay, I have kids, my, I'm bringing up kids. I went to college. I did, I was living alone. All these things are awesome things. And when you think about those, you build self-confidence, you build self-esteem. Right. Oh, that's and we have to use this to our right. advantage. Okay. And yeah, and when we are sad, we use we usually do it the other way around. You know, I'm nothing. I'm a failure. I failed yeah. there, 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 there. And then you, whoop, you're going in there. And how do you get out of there? Well, I, when I'm in a situation like that, I know what. So I know, okay, if I want to feel better, I can also now feel bad. Sometimes we just have to feel bad. So if I want to be in self-pity and on the sofa, then I can lie on the sofa and think and everything I did wrong in my life and that. I can get very, I could get very sad because I did a lot of things wrong. But then I said, okay, so that's the option number one. I, I can be sad on my sofa. Option number two is I can go for a walk because only the walking already like shoots the hormones. and the, right. <laughs> Or I can go into gratitude because I know when I start remembering all the things I can be grateful for, right. I also reverse this sadness thing so it's a, yeah. a wonderful thing really yeah yeah it, it's almost like your books are like a circle almost like you could almost start wherever right with yeah. which, with anyone because they're also interconnected um but I do like how the so I have the productivity one but I haven't gotten it to it yet um but it seems to me like starting with the habits will will improve the productivity already and then my productivity once i read that one will, will you know exactly. like add to it right it, I, actually wherever you go in it will make you probably happier and more right. productive because that's the sense of my of the books right when you as we said if you w would go in for the self-esteem 
well, then you would, your self-esteem would probably grow if you do the exercises. So <laughs> then you will also get more productive, more productive, more happy. Right. So yeah, it's like you said, it's everything kind of interconnected. And then for example, the chapter about gratitude is in every one of my books. I can't leave it out. So sometimes there's a rule. And every people say, my readers say, well, there's a chapter about gratitude in all my books. Yes, yes, because it belongs there. Right. It belongs in every book because gratitude and is Because we got to be huge... reminded, right? <laughs> yes, and because gratitude is such a huge part. And I yeah. even wrote a book about gratitude and it's a small book. And friends said to me, don't do it. Your readers will be mad at you. It's only 70 pages and then it has like a 90... 90 page gratitude journal in the back and I'm like I have to write it yeah. I cannot not write this book because this is everything I know about gratitude and I know it will help people you know I'm not writing it to have another product on Amazon no no I'm really writing it because a person who will get this book uh, will probably improve their life because another thing is yeah some I get a lot of emails for, from people who are in a very bad space hmm. and place and they asked me, Mark, what shall I do? And I said, I can't, I can't tell you what I, because I don't even know what I would do in your place. You know, it's like, but I know you will get out of there, but I don't know how, because I have not been there. But try starting with gratitude. And many times these people, after four to six weeks, they write to me and say, well, well, the situation didn't actually get better, but I feel happier now. And that's mostly the step, the, okay. the step to to recover, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, I yeah. want to, I want to talk because like, the scarcity mindset that you're talking about, um, I really see it in, in the writing world. Because, yes. and you, you know, you're on, you have your books for five years. It took a lot of work to get those books to work, right? So the Amazon ads. Um, I listened to you on Joanna Penn's mm -hmm. podcast, and you're talking about how how many times you had to, you know refocus them and learn all that it takes five years and a lot of times we think like five years is so long and I want it now <laughs> you know and our scarcity mindset is like I didn't write enough I didn't do enough I don't have enough books all these you know, and so this, yeah mostly also where I can see this money many writers yes don't want I'm to not making invest. enough money yes and they don't want to invest so let me two examples because it's amazing because first the first one I wasn't jobless. I was jobless so I got 800 euros of jobless money. So I had some savings to to live, but still $800 was the a jobless month, That's not very much. <laughs> so, and then there was a bookbub deal and it was 500 euros a month. Wow. And I had 800 coming in and 500. So with a scarcity mindset, I would say, uh, I can't afford it. I don't know. Of course, I took the book, bookbub uh, deal because I knew how what they can do for a writer's career. Right. I had free downloads. I put my book up. I paid 500 euros to get a free promo. And then I had 40,000 downloads. And from that, when it turned to paid, I was suddenly making $200 a day. And my wow. $500 investment turned into six, $7,000 in the following three months. That was the start of my writer's career. So that's, right. that was it. And then again, uh, so it was going well for a while for me with my one book. But then, of course, I was spending more and suddenly mm. I was Amazon took away the organic visibility and everything was going down. It was going downhill. And I had like half a year of my savings left. This is in 2018. And I said, OK, I have to do something. This can't go. If it goes on like this, right. I have to go look for a job. So and you don't want to do that. <laughs> no. So that was when I 
I said, okay, where does my money come from? 80% of my money came from books. Okay. So I said, okay, I will 80, so I will concentrate 80% of my time on books. Okay. The 80, 20 rule, right? Right, so, right, right. And what can I do to sell more books? Well, I studied rich authors, successful authors. And I said, okay, what are they doing? Okay. They have many books. They have many books, like 20, 30, 40 books. Right. Uh, they are, they always have one or two books on promotion because if you have 20 or 30, 30 books, you can put three or 99 cents. No problem. Right. It right, won't. Right. If you have two books, it will hit you if you put one and 99. And if you have 20 <laughs> and they did the ads. So then I investigated and I Mark Dawson's course once again. So I bought Mark Dawson's course. I think it's $900. I couldn't even pay it at once because I was so poor. I couldn't. But I said, investment. I have to make this investment to move on to, to become better. That's right. the abundance. Well, scarcity in, mindset. In the scarcity say, okay, mindset. I can't afford it. I can't it afford would, it. I'll try it on my own. And I think it even goes into a bit of arrogance of like, you don't know what you're doing and it's okay. Yeah. You're going to actually end up spending more money, right? Exactly. So I bought it with a payment plan. I couldn't even okay. buy it at once. So I bought it with a payment plan. Three months after that, the course was paid. So I was already making every month 300 euros more nice. than before okay. with the ads. And, and that was that, you know. And then the thing is, again, and I only know that because I talked about it and I have like a, a PowerPoint slide and I was actually counting the month. So I started with Amazon ads July, end of July 2018. I hit $20,000 the first time in December. 219, I think. So I counted it 16 months. Okay. So that was also then I, I asked the crowd, I said, who of you in here? And they were all right. I said, would have done the same for 16 months without seeing a result. Because that's another thing. Yeah. 16 months, I just was keeping on, keeping on, keeping on. I did. And it was really, it's like it always goes. I said it's like with the ketchup. When you have a bottle of ketchup, and sometimes nothing comes out and you go yeah, like this so and suddenly <laughs> everything comes out. And it was exactly like, I was like a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, three thousand, three thousand, three hundred, three, four, three, five, three, three. And then suddenly, boom, eight, twelve, twenty, the last three months. Wow. Before that. So again, persistence and not giving up. So what I want to say is this scarcity mindset and many and the things that you said, but also in investing. Yeah. It's bad. And I can, I can see it in writers. Probably also because there are some people or there's this legend that you can make money with nothing. You know, you just, so like it was like 10 years ago, you write a book, you make a do-it-yourself yeah. cover and then you put it up and you will become right. a millionaire and it doesn't work it like doesn't this It doesn't work anymore. like that anymore. No. And yeah, the me, industry changes always. Just yes. like you said, Amazon changed something and you have to be willing to, to, you know, roll with the punches, I guess. And for me, the two key moments in my writer's career was when I invested money Although I didn't have it, actually, mm. or when the, or I had it, but like scarcity mindset would have said, no, don't do it. Try it by yourself. Like, and I said, no, I have to. Also, I always think like I have to show it to the universe or to God or whoever to the destiny. This is my sign. Look, I believe. It's also, I believe in myself. Right, mm -hmm. I, I'm paying this money because I believe in myself that this will work. That I'm smart right. enough to learn ads, or that I'm. Or that, so with BookBub, it was easy because, of course, you do your due diligence. Right. And if you read and listen to authors who had a BookBub feature deal, 
I don't know. I think 90% for 90% it was a, a game changer right, right, of right. their career. So I said, okay, I'm going to risk it every now and then. You have to risk also something, but yeah. you always have to, you have to do your due diligence because there are also many people who sell something they can't provide you. They're just saying, yes. <laughs> but okay, you know, it's like you have to find out, but that's something. So the scarcity mindset, as you says, said, Sometimes it goes against us, I can't, or this or that. But we have also have it in mind when investing. And we have to believe. This is the, we have to believe in us. Right. Nobody yeah. believed in me. Yeah? Yeah. I, I was writing. So I, am, I have the record that every Spanish literary agent rejected my book 30 days. I'm so glad they did. Because now I'm rich and no, would, no, if they would have taken it, I wouldn't be, I think. Maybe. Well, that's really interesting because you're European. You're, you're German? Yeah, German. So I felt I lived in Europe for 10 years. I lived in France and in Spain. I mean, the the mindset there is a little bit different, right? Like, it's a very, I mean, there's good and there's bad for every culture, right? But you almost feel like the self-help culture is very American. You know, we yeah, really absolutely, want- <laughs> absolutely. I learned I, I was nourished by the American mentality right. also. In Germany, I mean... I have no success with my self-help book. And even in in Spain, I have the books are selling, but if you mention self-help, autoayuda, yeah, oh <laughs> and that's exactly the thing, you know, that that was what I always uh, admired about the US. And I knew it when I was traveling in the US and you go to the self-help department in the airport or something, you know, people would look at you and say, Oh wow, he wants to work on himself, you know. Right. You go in Germany or in Spain, they will say, Oh oh. He has, problems. <laughs> he has problems. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. And but they're reading tough. them. They're they're reading by whether it's on the Kindle so no one can see it or whatever you have on the market there. Yeah, I had, I had a discussion on national radio where they were really like practically burning me. They were burning <laughs> me as a as a witch. No, it was like two psychologists, and then it was me and um they were they were so mean, so that's why I'm not going on the media anymore. Because they wrote me an email, Mark. We want to invite you to a roundtable to discuss the success of self-help in Spanish literature. And I was like, hey, yeah, I'm coming. I'm, so I was pretty successful already. And then I came. It was not a round table. It was like me on one side, and on the other side, I had two psychologists and one guy who was deeply damaged by self-help books. Oh and then no! It was like, okay, <laughs> no. Let, let's ask Professor Dr. Samson. Yeah, well, I think self-help is the worst. Self-help is horrible. And then the next psychologist, yeah, they are all, they are all, they are all liars and, and fraud. And then, then come the third guy, oh, I spent so much money and they ruined me. And I nearly, and I was like, and then it was like, so Mark, now what do you say? <laughs> I was like, I can't. What shall I say here? I can't say anything anymore. You already, I mean, you left it all clear. Wait, so. Wait. <laughs> Well, and, I think that goes then, that goes really yeah. into you have to do the work, right? Like with your exactly. your book, you always have those exercises. You say, now answer these questions. <laughs> and then the thing is, they say, well, self-help, self-help. But if you call it personal development, then it's okay. Then it's okay, right. <laughs> but self-help, they don't just have a problem with self-help. I think, and I'm not a psychologist, but I think I already, and that's why I always also wrote my book about self-esteem. Because for me, that's already, if you have a... If that triggers you, the word self-help, then you should look inside you yeah. and say, what's, what's up with my self-esteem? Do I, do I don't feel worthy? 
to be happy or successful. So yeah. yeah, yeah. And the important thing is exactly it is self-help. Help yourself do the exercises because let's be honest. Probably nobody will help you. Maybe your spouse if you have one, but who else will help you? When I was jobless, I didn't have many people who who helped me. Everybody, yeah. my friends turned away. Uh, I had my mother, of course, and that was it. Uh? Yeah. Yeah, cuz I mean nobody can support you, right? Like in the end, and no one can change your attitude to gratitude they can't write the book for you no they can't help. yeah yeah and you, they, they can try to help you but i can tell you yeah you are you depend on yourself and that's on one hand sad but on the other other hand it's the most powerful thing you have if you only depend on yourself not a problem right right you can figure it out you can work it out yeah so yeah even with little things i mean the the greatest thing about your book and i have gone you know back and forth with personal development or self-help i because i do think life gets very busy, you get out of your habits, or you think you're fine. It's like that thing where you think you're fine, so you stop taking antibiotics, and, so, you know, and then you get sick again. So you always, and I was last year thinking like productivity, and in this industry, it's you have to write more books, you have to do this. Well, in the end, people have lives, they either have a full-time job or a family or whatever, and and just working on your book every day. And I, I believe in writing every day, whether it's journaling or, you know, just my creative outlet, but telling someone you have to work on your book every day. If you don't know what you're doing with your book is just going to make you miserable. Right. So it's the same thing when they say, I mean, but if you're rowing in the wrong direction, don't keep rowing. <laughs> or if you're digging a hole, don't keep digging. So that's the, there comes the magic word balance again. And there comes the, everybody has to know it from themselves. I heard all this and I tried it. It doesn't work. So I'm not writing a lot. I'm not writing every day while I'm, I'm writing my gratitude. But in my books, I write two books a year and I write 25,000 word books. So that's, yes. that's in a month, in yes. a month I, I get it done. And then I was also, of course, I was in a moment when I said, because I also have this business mindset where I say, okay, what's the better applying of my time, making more Amazon ads or writing mm -hmm. another book? Because if I write, my books don't start well. They usually take like two years and they, until they take off if they take off. But if I do 10 Amazon ads today, I will notice it in, in right, a week or right. two. I will earn more money. So that was also that thing. And productivity, yeah, is, is this. It's what we said before. Sometimes less is more. Also, That's also productivity. Right. Or if what I always tell my girlfriend, she needs, when we go in nature on a Sunday, her energy on Monday is like, Oh, yeah. It's like twice as much work done on Monday. So, because some people think they have to work on Sunday too, and then suddenly, no, go to nature, do something. Yes. Get your juices flowing, be happy, and then you will see that on Monday you will do twice as much. Yeah. Because it, you recover, and we need recovery you're also. Recovering. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I, because. So I, I know that there's like this back and forth, right? In the creative mind. So you you will so you you have like these ideas and you want to get them done and you have goals, right? And you have projects that you want to finish. But ever since I started writing reading your book, I was like, you know what? I have and I remembered back when I was doing the my stuff, my like productivity and my gratitude and all that, I had a goal of fifteen hundred words a day because I had really little kids and I was constantly driving around, right? And I got that book finished in like six months, which was amazing to me because my first book took years, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you're also learning at the same time, right? And you're doing all this stuff. 
And I had, I remember that I had heard somebody say, I always stop before I'm finished because that way the next day I know where to pick up, which I thought, okay, this is kind of saying the same thing. So just getting down, you know, like, all right, between 1500 to 2000 words. And then I'm going to be, like you said, happy that Mm -hmm. I got it done because you're celebrating the small successes. Yeah. And I think that's so key because instead of, I mean, it goes all into it, right? Instead of obsessing of, I need to write more. Well, now that I got 2000 words done, if I write 4,000, it will be even better. (laughs) You get into Many times it happens like that, you know, just so that the thing is also, you have to be your best friends. You, you have to be for, you have to forgive yourself for all the times you fail because I fail all every day with my goals. I procrastinate and all this, but it's okay for me. I give myself permission to procrastinate and do because I know at the end it will come together. Hmm. It will be fine. And, and that's it. I don't have to like beat myself up about it. And that's also something very right. important. I'm very for, for, how do you say, forgiving to, towards yeah. myself. And I also think when you, when this inner, I don't know a good word, like gremlin comes, you know, that beats you up and everything. It says you, you're a failure. Why didn't you work, uh, do the thousand, thousand? 500 words today. No, just be your friend. Think of yourself like, what would you say to a friend? Because you would never talk to a friend like, to like that. You, That's to true. a friend, you would say, well, no problem. You write them tomorrow. Well, talk to you like this too. And then yeah. that's it, you know? And it, you will be more productive yes. on the long run. And right. so, for, for example, I noticed, I noticed in myself that I'm, I put too many rules for me, you know, like, okay, mm. I have to walk 10,000, then I have to steps, then I have to write a thousand words, I have to drink two liters of water, and at the end, it was like all, ooh, ooh. it's like the military, you know, I mean, I'm free, <laughs> this should be fun, what am, I, what am I doing here? And then I analyzed what's going on, right? So, because I was never, I was always like, had to do something, I said, that okay. can't be so plus the working time, right? Because the walking wasn't, it was something I have to do, but it didn't count to, to the working time. Right, right. So then I just said, okay, you know what? Um, one hour, I walk two hours a day. One hour is wa- of walking is like one hour of work for me because oh. it, does, it does so much good for me. And then I have right. one hour in my schedule for relax, relaxing. I can do whatever I want in that hour. Mm. So and those that counts also for as working hour for me because I try to work like six to eight hours. Right, right. But like money counting is also an hour of work or sales counting. So yes. So now it's all more relaxed and it's fun again. Right. And I'm still getting things and done. You, you yeah, know? and you see your productivity, right? Because that goes into whoever wrote the four hour work day or something, it, it really goes into how much time we waste on different things or beating ourselves up, you know, and just, but what do you think about multitasking? Um, No. No? (laughs) Okay. It's a lie. It doesn't work. So there are some incredible studies, multitasking. Let's see if I get, I can get it. So first of all, also multitasking is a lie that I can get, I give it to right away. But then there's, okay. Uh, There was one study. So when you have your email open, Hmm. while you're trying to do, uh, focused work, right? It takes away, I think, ten points of your IQ. Oh ten my po- God. So that's the study. Yes. So imagine, yeah. So I said, okay, I can't afford it. I can't afford <laughs> okay. to have 10, even ten less, right? So okay. no, no. Imagine, and then and then they also said, if you smoke a joint, 
it only takes five points away. So imagine. So it's even worse. So, yeah. So the effect of having your email open, that's multitasking, of having your email open while trying to do focused work makes you lose temporarily, thank God only, 10 IQ points. Right. It's worse than smoking a joint. And it's the same like if you work, if you are 48 hours without sleep. Oh, wow. And you understand. So then you say, I don't know. Last time I was 48 hours without sleep, it was like horrible. Yes. And that's the state of your brain when you work with the emails open. So I think that's a pretty stunning statement. And it's a, a study from the University of London, if somebody wants to Google it. Yes. So I don't <laughs> know if I use us. six. I don't know if you use six or ten points, but I think it's ten. I wrote I wrote it. It's an, in the book Destination Happiness. I wrote it so many years ago, but that was always something that I brought to enterprises, right. to companies, so that they they get aware. Because in companies, it's wanted that you do multitasking. Although it's like, if you do one thing after another, like one hour for emails, one hour for that, one hour for phone calls, you will get a lot more done than with all this stuff happening. Because you're not multitasking. You're doing one thing, another thing, another thing, and the time to refocus. So let's say you're writing an email, then the phone rings, okay? You talk five minutes on the phone and then you go back to the email. You didn't only lose five minutes on the phone. You're losing another five to 15 minutes that it costs you to refocus ah. on the task that you were doing. Yeah. So, And that's how, I don't know if, how it is today, but for the longest time, office work was done like that. And of course, nobody gets nothing done right. in an environment like right. that. So we as, as writers, we can build our walls or make our rules. So for example, when I'm really in a high productivity mode, when I'm writing a new book or something, or I have to think, get things done, I turn off my mobile, I call my girlfriend, I look now the next three hours, I'm going to airplane mode, and I'm gone. And then in three hours, and then in those three hours, I get more work done than right. in six or seven normal hours. So that's yes. also Huge secret to productivity. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's a really modern thing, right? To have to be available all the time to everybody and this like hyperactivity of just like you can't ever settle or focus. And if especially if you're writing, that's a whole different like writing a book, whether it's nonfiction or fiction, that's a creative side of the brain that if you get taken out of that. It takes so much longer. I mean, I'm sure you've seen it where you might be writing and then you come back and you feel like, no, what was wrong with me that day? You oh, know, like it doesn't you're... happen. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen because I'm so when I'm writing. Because you're focused. I yeah, <laughs> I know, usually, so the thing is, and it's also okay to fall out of habits. So, mm -hmm. for example, during a long time, I had like super habits. I was like, it was all super. But then if it goes too well, Sometimes you fall back in old bad habits but because I was so streamlined and everything was going so well that I said, okay, I can watch television from three to seven. And suddenly you create the bad habit of watching television again, although you know it doesn't do a lot good for you. But, but it's, so that's what I wanted to say. It's okay. We have to, be, we have to forgive us that. We don't have to be perfect. Hmm. But I tell you, when I decide to go in productivity mode, so I say, okay, let's write a book. Then I start and then what I do is, Get up probably at six o'clock in the morning, write from six to eight or two thousand words, and then that's done. And then happens what you said. Sometimes it's three thousand words. Sometimes I I'm four hours, and I just have to do this twenty, thirty times in a row, and I have a book because right. I write short books, of course. Yeah, right. So right. 
but that's one month of the year. So the rest of the year, I don't have to be like always in high productivity mode, you know? Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I like, um, I like the book, the 30 days book, change your habits, change your lives, because it's, it's very small, because a lot of times when we're trying to change something about ourselves, we have to go through that time of discomfort, right? Like this, like, you're just kind of this nervous energy of discomfort. And if you put too many things on yourself, I think you even have a chapter about it. Like just choose three things, you know, um, yeah. because you're gonna, you could easily fall into, I can't do this, or I am exactly. so bad. <laughs> it's a, it's it was even more further. You have noticed that every chapter of the book has one page, maximum yeah, one it's and a half really pages. Sure. It's really nice. And that comes because I read so many self-help books and it's incredible because everything is underlined. And then when it says, do the exercise, it's all blank. I never did the exercise. Yeah. So I put this into my book. And then also, many times I read books and it was the chapter was so long, you know, blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then after 10 pages, you come to the end of the chapter, says, now write down three goals. They're like, no, I can't anymore. I'm totally exhausted from reading right. the 15 pages. <laughs> so that's why I also wanted to keep my book, the chapters very, very simple, very so that people don't, so that my readers have the time and the, also the, the energy to do the exercises because right. it's definitely the most important thing are the exercises. You can read, read and read and read, and you might feel good for a while, but if you do the exercises, that is when change will happen in your life. Right. And yeah, that I, I know it because I read for 25 years and didn't do the exercises. Yes, I've done that too. <laughs> and then when I started, imagine with 40 chopless, uh, I started doing the exercise. Now I'm 49 and I'm practically, I'm not financially free yet because I depend too much on Amazon, but I'm much better than I ever thought I'm, I'm going to be. Hey, you know? you and, seem like a very happy man, Mark. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy and no financial worries, which was always my biggest worry. Most of the probably time, probably anybody's know? right. Money does yeah. rule our world. So, yeah. So and now it's like, I mean, I could never imagine where I'm going to come and that's a, maybe we come that's another thing because we talk a lot about visualization and this and that and then some people just can't visualize I can't also not visualize mm. but on the other hand I say hey nine nine years ago I could never not even I didn't have enough fantasy to to, to believe that I sit in an apartment in Hungary paying a, not a lot of taxes uh making yeah. money with my book so sometimes it doesn't matter so you what what matters is, is what you do every day Right. Step by step. When you, if you every day do what needs to be done, the difficult thing will be to find out what is the things that have to be done. You will be fine in five or ten years. Yeah, so I, I like that because visualizing sometimes is like, what should I visualize? Because I don't actually want to be on the beach doing nothing all day. I'm a hyperactive person. That won't make me happy. And in the moment, sometimes you're like, I don't even know what will make me happy. <laughs> you know, like, so let's just start at little things like writing down That's gratitude something. and taking a deep breath <laughs> if you if you i'm taking now a deep breath too so if you really so my my philosophy is if you every day so if you have the the difficult thing will will be to find out what are the three most important tasks every day mm, that okay. will be the most difficult okay. but if every day you do the most the three most important tasks of the day in one year three years five years you will automatically be in a good place yes Yes. There's no other. There's yes. no other way. And I like this because, yeah, today is everything we have. Right. Actually. Right. Yeah. And 
now when I look back at the end, it was everything was always happened today. You know, I, I am nine years ago. I didn't say I want 50 books on Amazon or 40 and make that and that and six figures. No, no. I wanted to get a, a thousand words done. I wanted to get my first right. book done. Right. I wanted to have a little bit more money so that I, I'm not like this all the time. Right. right. And, and then every day I did my stuff and five years, something's got a lot different. So I'm not a coach. I'm, I'm, I'm not giving the multi five figures uh, conferences, but hey, somehow, sometimes life gives you these things in another way. Right. And it's okay. Right. right. Yeah. So you you might find that bit. you don't want to, right? Like if you're, if you want to live in Budapest, you, you can't maybe do all the conferences in the US. <laughs> Two years ago, I didn't know. One and a half years ago, I couldn't even imagine to live in Budapest. It was also like just... I'm a little jealous. Things, things <laughs> happening, you know, things happening. So this is also or with goals. So I'm setting goals. I have set goals for mm -hmm. 10 years. And I actually reached 80%, although they were so far out of line, you wow, couldn't even believe it. But yeah, but 10 years is a long time, you know. To, yeah. And then it's also so, yo, I, one goal was I want a Porsche, but... In these 10 years, I said, no, I don't need, I don't need a Porsche because I'm living in the city center. If I, and if I wanted one, I wouldn't buy it. I would lease it because that's a lot. Because you've learned what you would do. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. You learn on the way. So, right. but, and, and these things, but on the other hand also, I'm, so other goals were like, one day I want to earn what I earned in a year in my nine to five job in one day. And I thought, I thought maybe it's a conference or maybe it's a great day on Amazon. At the end, it was a check for my Japanese royalties. So nice. but it, <laughs> when it happens, you don't care where it comes from. Right, right, right. You have the goal, you know, and then the great thing was I had this goal for three years. So it also wasn't, it's not, I set the goal and then it will happen within a year. Right, right, right. I set the goal and then it will happen sooner or later. I don't know how. I don't know from where it comes, but it will come That's and I'm, I'm keeping working. Yeah. Yeah. But you wrote it down so you didn't forget so that when yeah. it came, you get to celebrate it. Right. Exactly. So That's big That's time. Amazing. Yeah. That's I, was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that because I, I do think I, I wanted to have you on because I see this, um, this thing, this phenomenon happening in the writer world. And I do think that um, as your 13 books, you know, set up for people, it, it really has a lot more to do with habits and productivity and loving yourself and understanding how you work and all those mindset, things. Because, mindset, yes, self-knowledge, yes, right. yes, Right, yes. and you said like, you know, five years passed, 10 years passed, but the thing is those years will pass. Like they will, yes. whether we- And if you do nothing, exactly, what's the worst, what's the worst that you, I also always think, what's the worst that can happen? Well, be in the same That's, spot. <laughs> exactly, you know? So you might as well try, you know, and you will fall. And But I really, and I think everybody, you and everybody who listens to us, when we look back 20 years in our life, the things that seemed catastrophes at the end probably were even great things that they happened mm. to us. So as I say, everything happens for a reason, right? right. Or sometimes you make it. Maybe, right. maybe sometimes you make it. You change your perspective of something that happened 10, 15 years ago. Right. I, I, I was fired. It was not nice in the moment. I'm I was sure it wasn't. But now I just want to go to give my boss a hug because yes. I said, without you, it wouldn't have to be possible, you right, know? So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Your perspective changes. So, well, thank you so much, Mark, for coming on because I, I really think that this is important to anybody 
but even writers to to realize, you know, little things will help them get become more productive, be happier because what's the point of getting 10 books out there if you're miserable and you hate your life and you hate your your books? Exactly. Like that's not that's not good either, right? So, I will have the link um in the show notes to your books and to your website, but thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. It was a super pleasure. I hope we gave some value to the people okay. and it's also okay to have bad days. Everybody has them. Yes. Even I have them sometimes. Just then I don't go to podcasts on my bad days. I dig, <laughs> I dig in somewhere and then two days later I rise again. So it's yes. totally normal. I studied happiness a lot and it's really, it doesn't mean that you have to be happy all the time. All the time, it's this, right. It's these ups and downs and happier people just snap out quicker mm, from the okay. lows. I like that definition. That's yeah. everything. And, and you can do that. Tools of that are, for example, gratitude or walking around the block. So, and it's even sometimes it's, it sounds like it can't be that easy. You know, it's like, no, it can't be that easy. Yes, it is. It yes. Is. And the more, even maybe not in the beginning and also don't expect miracles after one. Right. But if you're doing it 30 or 50 or 60 times, I'm pretty sure that gratitude will work. The walks will work and you will really enjoy it and you will become more productive. And as I said, be your best friend. The world is tough enough out there. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Thank you so much, Mark. Hey, you're still listening. Since you are, could you do me a favor and head over to the app that you're listening to this episode on and hit the subscribe button and then rate and review the show? It would really help the Pencils and Lipstick podcast get out into the world. And if you're enjoying the podcast, well, then there might be more people out there who would enjoy it as well. If you want to find out more about me, you can head over to catcaldwell.com. I have my story over there, my books, my interactive journals, my one-on-one coaching information, and information on my creative writing community membership group. If you're looking to write a book or you are a writer and you just want to find out more about how to write, how to publish, how to format, how to market, and all the things that go into being an author these days, check out the membership group. There is a 14 free day trial that you can try it out, get into the masterminds, find out all the goodies that we are talking about in the group. I would love to see you there.